2: No purchase necessary. point we prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blob Talk Radio.
0: It's that time again, folks. Broadcasting live with his tin cans and a brand new string. From a top old smoky, it's Ben, the king of wiener slingers. With a fancy co-host with important guests. And the best answers a third-grade education can buy. All for you. Sponsored by Mobile Food Vendors Association, Ben'sCarts.com, whiskey by the jug and donuts. You are so in for a treat today. But if I told you now, I'd have to kill you. So stay tuned. Ben's as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Stand by. He's downing his last glass of liquid courage. And he'll be live in 30 seconds. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000. Buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. Hello, folks, and welcome. You're listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio live on the air, broadcasting from the Great Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. We have a bunch of cool stuff we're going to cover tonight, if you haven't. Then over to the blog at LearnHotDogs.com. You ought to go over there tonight um, before the show gets going, kicked off real good, and check out the blog about um, the first-day jitters. I think it's like the second or third post down at LearnHotDogs.com. And look at the questions we're going to try to cover tonight. Um, We're even going to try to cover more than that. We have a special guest coming on tonight. He's one of the partner sponsors for the Mobile Food Vendor Association. We have some um, news to cover we have um, a, a fantastic show, and I'm excited. I'm glad that you're all here. We are um, live, so if you would like, you can go over to binscartscom forward slash live, L-I-V-E. That's forward slash live, and join in on the chat room. There's also a chat room over at the Mobile Food Vendor Association. There was some problems with different chat rooms not working for different people, so there's two going at the same time. Feel free to do them both. Put up two windows in your computer monitor and and try to keep up with everything. Um, if you have a question, feel free to put it in the chat. We will try to catch it, moderator, somebody to try to let us know. But if you have a question that um, that you don't mind or aren't too shy to ask, we don't. You can give us a fake name even. Um, call into the show and ask. If you um, don't care if you've been vending or have even been vending a month or two. Go over to the blog and read those questions. And um, if there's a question on there that you have an answer to, that you would like to help out and offer your um, opinion or your experience with that question, we would love to hear it. So all you would have to do from there is call in at 424-258-9364. That's 424-258-9364 and you can join us live on the air use a fake name if you're shy or scared um and or you know get you some jim beam or something um strong and then you and you know it reduces the inhibitions and get on here and and help us out because there will be a lot of people um the blog or the radio show is doing good there's a lot of listeners And there's a lot of people that come later and listen. And so we want to make it so that that when they come, they get a wide variety of answers. Obviously, I have my experience and experience from other vendors that have talked to me, but I'm still, I I am not the know-it-all. I don't know-it-all. And it's why I surround myself with people like yourselves, like the people that stay on the chat rooms and the blogs and and do that stuff because I learn stuff. I don't know if y'all know, but over at Mobile Food Vendor Association's website this week, um, in fact, I think it was today, if my memory serves me correctly, someone posted um, a the coolest thing I'd ever heard for a commissary. I thought I had heard all the answers. And it is amazing. the 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 idea they came up with a commissary was incredible. I hope that tonight we have enough time to go through that because it's not part of the show um, program. But it's free. It's over at my M F D A. That's the acronym for Mobile Food Vendor Association. Just put a my in front of it, my .dot org, and go to the forum and sign up. It's free and start talking to people. Because a vendor today posted something that I had never heard of, and it was just it was um it was the best idea I've heard of. So keep that in mind. We do have live on the air right now, Jason. How are you doing tonight, Jason?
1: Well, I can't complain.
0: A little wet here. We've had off and on rain, um, drizzly, um, you know, chilly, but um, it's not
1: that bad. Nah, we'll be all right. <laughs> A little wet,
0: that's all.
1: <laughs> no no worse for wear.
0: That's right. Any any news you'd like to share with us, um, Jason, before we get
1: started? Uh yeah, uh, some stuff we'll cover later. Let's uh jump in and get started.
0: Well, I look forward to it. Um if you have the ability to pull up multiple screens at once or you know can split your screen um even on a single monitor, that's what I do. Um over at the learnhotdogs.com blog um, it's called First Day Out with Hot Dog Cart with the Hot Dog Cart, and it has a picture of a woman biting her fingernails, kind of scared. And in that are 40 questions we're going to try to get through tonight. And in in just a few minutes, we're going to be talking to a special guest, the director of Eastern Sales for Vienna Beef, and I'm excited to have him on tonight. Um, Vienna is um, just, it's it's my favorite, but I'm sure there's a, a lot of good meat companies out there. But if you taste test um, Vienna, to me, and obviously if there was this, you know, if everybody liked the same thing, then uh, there'd be one hot dog company, and that's why there's multiples because not everybody likes the same thing. I uh, like um, strawberry cheesecake, and not everybody does. And I'm thankful for that. Otherwise... Um, my kids would want my strawberry cheesecake.
1: And so um,
0: um, Rob is supposed to join us tonight. I don't know if he's going to make it. Um, if, um, he is on vacation, um, living the big life, catching sharks over on the beach. And I uh, I hope he's doing good and catching a bunch. He did send me a picture of the largest hot dog cart umbrella I've ever seen in my life. It was actually on his way there. He stopped somewhere, some little town. And um I'll have to send this to you, Jason. I'll have to post it up on Facebook or something. But this umbrella is I don't know, maybe eight times the size of the cart. And you know how they have the the sides of the umbrella come down? You know, with the flaps, these just the oh, flat wow. parts, like four foot. It is enormous umbrella. It looks like a A oversized mushroom. It's huge, and it was actually sitting on a cash cow cart. But (laughs) (laughs) if they got any wind, it would blow them both over. (laughs) I don't know if that is strapped down with cables or what, but hopefully Rob would be on and he could tell us more about the car. Oh my gosh, Rob sent it to me, and I thought it was a prank. I thought you know he had gotten somebody to Photoshop it, but it was an actual cart um, with this enormous umbrella. If you um, if you haven't or don't know, I, I have a Pinterest page, um, Pinterest forward slash Ben's Carts. Um, Pinterest is R P with an interest, I-N-T-E-R-A-S-T. Um, Pinterest is just a photo sharing. Um, and so anytime I get an article, somebody sends me an article and it's got some cool pictures, I post that up on Pinterest. And there's a lot of you on there. There's a lot of vendors that I've heard news articles. Yankee Dogs was in the paper, and he's actually on the Ventures page, and uh, with a link to his article. Yankee Dogs, I'm sure you are familiar with. He's called in the last, I think, three or four shows.
1: Now, yeah, we got him on quite a few times recently.
0: Yeah, um, has a lot of cool ideas and a really good guy and a good vendor. He's the one in front of the strip clubs that always, um, you know, keep trying to talk my wife into letting me go visit. Hadn't happened. So
1: um, let's uh, – um, if,
0: um, if you have a Twitter account, you can follow us on Twitter at Twitter forward slash Ben's Arts. And all I do there is every day people send me articles, either an article about a vendor, an article about a vendor struggling, an article about a hot dog recipe, and I post it there. Um those now are rolling over to the Facebook page. So if you're on the Facebook page, forward slash Ben's Cards, Facebook, forward slash Ben's Cards, you can get that there as well. And um, keep up with stuff. It's it's pretty neat. So there's a lot of different social media stuff, and we're going to kind of go into that a little bit more tonight. But I wanted to um, let you know so that in case you were missing some of these things, Um, I can't put them all on the blog, otherwise everybody would get a newsletter every day and, you know, they'd go, good grief, you know, he's spamming us. And so I try to limit the newsletters, and obviously I can't put all the article links on there that people send me, but I do thank all those that send me the articles. Um, Let's see. Over at the chat line is, um, I think there's about 15 people there right now at the Dems Carts forward slash live chat room. There's also I don't know how many are over over at the MFBA. I'm scared if I pull up too many and I may shut off this one if this starts stuttering on the tonight. I did last week. Um, I I just don't have a good connection. I'm on AT&T and and if I could get cable you know, whatever they call that service, I'd have it. But I don't. I have AT&T. Yeah,
1: that's supposed to be the best. The cable. Yeah. We've had it for a couple years here. We had to wait two years for them from the time they put in the orange tube in the ground so they actually run the cable, but it was worth it.
0: (laughs) Well, I tell you what, Jason, I am going to play a song while I try to get um, Mr. Silverman on the line. Okay. And and that way um, we can can try to get going here. Um, Bear with me.
3: He's cornier than an outhouse at a summertime family reunion. It's been on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Your commissary calls for things that you know you haven't got. If you have a health inspector and you need to rectify some situation that you're facing, contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association. in your pocket, it puts you in a bind. With the money you'll save with your membership, you'll have a big dog card like mine. Rejoice you have a voice. Leave a message, you'll hear right back from Deborah Jason. There is no chasing. Just contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association. About the dogs slinging, pan-washing, tong-dropping, ice-packing, trailer-towing, fun-loving crowd
2: Their heart is in
3: the business And they'll tell you loud and proud There's no 30-page application No BS complications. Contact your mobile food vendors association We vendors are all one family In the city The town, my mfba.org will help you when you're down. And every single member has a seven day week available consultation across this nation. Contact your mobile food vendors association. Present the burner light and lemon squeezing Onion cooking, dog steaming, mustard squeezing Fun loving crowd. Their heart is in the business And they'll tell you loud and proud There's no 30 page application No BS complication Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association
0: over at the Mobile Food Vendor Association Forum. He's got a Facebook page. um, A super fantastic guy that has made um, pretty much 95% of the commercials that you hear and the music and the funny stingers. All of it, Um, thanks to Rob Harper. So a big thanks again to Rob Harper for um, doing that for us.
1: Um, We have
0: on the phone, live, um, the director of Eastern Sales, Mr. Jim Silverman. From Deanna Beef. Jim, how are you doing tonight?
2: Very good, Ben. Thank you for having me.
0: I am excited. Welcome, Ben. You. Jason is on the phone with us. Um and that was Jason you just heard, heard. It
2: wasn't me saying welcome again. I was <laughs> no. hoping it wasn't a party line, thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a it's a party line.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: We, we are live on the air Dog Vendor Radio, and you are one of the, um, the partners with and one of the people responsible for getting Vienna behind the Mobile Food Vendor Association and to help our members. Um, can you tell us, Jim, a little about yourself?
2: I've been with Vienna for about 14 years, and I cover 20 states, mostly on the eastern seaboard. But I've also got the association. I've brought it up on all of our meetings so people, um, Vienna Regional and director of people around the country, know about the association and what we're offering to its members. And uh, everybody's pretty well-versed on how we can help, and that's what we're here to do.
0: I love it. And so even though you're Eastern um, Seaboard, as far as those 20 states, if we have a member in um, Washington State or Oregon um, and they need help finding a distributor or getting going,
2: um, they can contact you. I would definitely have them contact me direct, both I believe on your website has my cell phone and my email address. And this way I can get them to the correct person in a, a very fast amount of time, so we're not waiting forever. And sometimes, depending on where it's at, if it's Florida or somewhere else that's close to my territory, I know most of the distributors, and sometimes I can even call our corporate office and find out who's carrying our product anywhere, you know, even Hawaii, for that matter. I love it. I'd love to go to
0: Hawaii just to make sure you're not lying to me.
2: I'm um. not
0: lying. <laughs> How about distribution I in um, Alaska? I don't want to. I, I'll just take your word for it on Alaska, but I, I do want to check your your story out on Hawaii. I've never been, and I would like to go. Um, it's um, was it Bush that said it's one of our fifty-two states, and uh, and so um, I would love to go. Um, I want to. I want to ask Jim um, what. Tell us about Vienna as far as. Um, you don't have to give us your trade secrets and give us the secret ingredient so we can make our own Vienna beef hot dogs at home. But I would like to know, what makes Vienna Vienna? What makes you special?
2: A couple of things, Ben. And I, Without getting super complicated, I'll say that a lot of the hot dog companies out there are owned by big conglomerates, and we're wow. one of the very few that is still family-owned, and that's after 119 years. Wow. So that's number one. Number two, we know how to make a cheaper hot dog. We just choose not to. And we don't buy beef on the open market. Um, We're buying beef fresh. We're naturally smoking our product. A lot of the competition is adding liquid smoke. We're using trimmings from brisket combined with premium and very lean bull meat. And together it just makes a very firm bite, straight tasting hot dog that's not loaded with that liquid smoke aftertaste and not overloaded with sodium. Well,
0: I um uh, I have you know, personally, and this is my opinion, I, I think it's the best dog I've ever tried. And I've tried a bunch. We had we had several taste tests and, and did all the stuff. I just didn't have Vienna readily available, or could buy it in the quantities that would work. Um, Now that that you're part of the Mobile Food Vendor Association, it makes it easier on me, and I get, um, you know, I can buy from wholesalers, and I I get some other benefits. Um, I wanted to ask you about, um, before we go into the benefits that you're doing for the Mobile Food Vendor Association members, but I wanted to find out, how do y'all, do y'all do taste tests? and stuff like that. Does Vienna put themselves out there amongst their peers or their competitors and
2: go, here, try it, see for yourself? I would say we probably do that somewhere in the country every week at a food show. And without handing out fancy literature and without talking, you know, making a cheesy sales pitch to somebody, simply by getting people to taste it, that's probably 80%, 90% of how we get new customers. Uh, so I,
3: that,
0: I, I, I like the fact that you do that because we teach, um, and in my book I teach, that if you will go out and do a taste test, because different regions are different and people have their favorites, but when you do a blind study, when you you know toothpick the dogs or whatever so that nobody knows really what they're eating, um then you find out what people truly like and you can really tell the taste of the dog or the the how the dog snaps those types of things that you expect or want that didn't realize you weren't even getting and so i like the fact that you put yourself out there i know there's some companies that wouldn't put themselves out there um just because they're horrid um i tried to i have a sister that got a cart and she tried to go down in the quality of meats so that she could offer a cheaper hot dog and I'm not going to mention any names but she went and got a cheaper hot dog and it was horrid and her sales dropped immediately and um two of her regulars told her did you change something what are you doing different and so she went back to the you know to a tried and true you know method or a brand because it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it in the end. And I know you pay a little more and, and to get a quality meat. It's like going and buying a steak or anything else. You can buy a uh, generic, um, and sometimes that may be good quality. But if you want to know, you know, really what you're getting and you do it by a blind taste test, I don't see how you can lose. And that's why we teach it. Do a blind taste test. And if the Vienna wins, sell the Vienna and and move on. And so I like those odds. The eight out of ten, that's
2: incredible. Well, I it's funny you mentioned that eight out of ten because if somebody just did some research on the web, they would find out from people that don't work for the company that about seventy to eighty percent of the biggest and best operators around the country are using Vienna. And, and using it for its quality and for its raving fans that it creates and repeat customers. I don't think we've oh, found the market yet that it doesn't work in.
0: I believe it. I believe you. In Florida, where, you know, I, I almost think that in Florida, you know, I've got family in Florida, and they, you know, Sabrett's is a common one there. Nathan's is pretty common. And yet I've got a friend that is, he's a wealthy guy, and he owns a chain of the souvenir shops. But all of them have a grill inside where you can get ice cream and you can get sodas. And, and he's got kind of an old-fashioned soda fountain in, inside of each one of these. And every one of them, he serves Vienna. And I, I admire it. When you pull up to his store, we were there, you know, this has been months ago. Um, I did a charity event, and I stopped by to see him. And he was like, the it looked like a Vienna store.
2: Um, and he did the relish in Vienna. Now tell me about that. Y'all don't just do hot dogs. What we don't just did- do hot dogs. The now the condiments for a true Chicago style hot dog can also be, in most cases, supplied through the local distributor, such as neon green relish, which is a Chicago thing. I'm not. I was not raised in Chicago. I was born and raised in Philadelphia. The neon green relish is just unique enough, just to have where people will. It's a conversation piece, but outside of the relish and outside of the condiments that we make for the Chicago dog, we make a great line of chili, including our fabulous chili dog, chili, which is beanless. It's extra thick, so it's meant not to slide off of a hot dog, but great on nachos, great on chili fries, a lot of different uses for the chili. And of course, we have a deli line with corned beef, roast beef, pastrami. Most of those items are not really applicable for a hot dog cart, but could be. We do have a couple carts that also sell our Italian beef, and for those people not from the Chicago area, an Italian beef is what, the, is what they would call in Philadelphia a hot roast beef sandwich, except maybe on the spicy side. The au gravy has a little bit of a kick to it. Unreal. I, I didn't know you had a
0: chili. Um that's a couple of cool. um, We we do a lot of chili. When I go out, I mean, in the South, chili is like um, air. And so you know, we put it on hamburgers. We put it on hot dogs. We put chili on everything. I mean, I will eat just crackers and chili. Um, my wife, you know, would eat that five times a week if the kids could stand it. So I'm definitely going to try right. chili. I had no idea you had chili. Um, Jake, I'm going to say you, wherever our that? hot dogs
2: are stocked. I'm sorry.
0: No,
1: I was
2: asking
1: Jason
0: if he knew,
2: um, if if they had chili, that y'all had chili. I
1: don't
2: know y'all. Had... Oh, yeah. There's a couple we kinds of chili. Have about six, we, yeah, we have six different varieties of chili and probably 45 varieties of home-style soups. Yeah. All are um, frozen, four four-pound bags per case. So small enough packaging where you could use the chili at a cart and just thaw out one four-pound bag at a time.
0: Yeah, four pounds, I mean, that that would, I mean, even on a slow day, you'd go through that.
2: Exactly. Uh, I love it.
0: And the chili comes that way, the four pounds, you said?
2: Correct. The entire soup and chili line comes in a 16-pound uh, case, which just nets four four-pound bags. Okay. It is frozen. You know, you slack out each bag as you're ready to use it or the day before. Actually, those bags could take in the refrigerator probably about three days to thaw out, but you can thaw them out in ice water quicker if you had to.
0: I wanted you to – I know that that Mobile Food Vendor Association has it on the website and the page for the the vendors to know, but if you're listening to the show and you're not a member, this is just one of the the many people that have um, helped Mobile Food Vendor Association and their members. And Jim came up with a package for the members. Um, Jason – helped implement that program, and could you tell us a little about that, what what that entails, and how you make sure that, you know, you, you don't give out, you know, ten umbrellas to somebody with two carts?
2: Right, right. It's <laughs> It's pretty much a premium marketing material package, and we're going to give the members of your association more than the average guy or gal who's getting started would get. Right from the onset, of course, we're going to make sure that we know they're actually buying our product. And on top of the marketing, we've also got some very cool high-tech stuff. We have text message mobile marketing that we can implement for somebody free. This is the same kind of texting that you'll see some of the franchise companies using, like Dunkin' Donuts and other national companies where they're able to um, customize deals and we're, we send out those specials to their database on the days and times of day that they tell us to. And they get to renew this every 12 weeks. The same texting marketing can be purchased from an outside company for 50 to $200 a month. We can do it for nothing. a huge savings
1: for the average vendor. Yeah, exactly.
2: I but didn't for those know you that, did
1: that. I
0: didn't know about yeah, that.
2: We, yeah, we do a lot of things that some people that, may not be real tech-savvy. It doesn't matter. They don't have to be. We're doing all the work. They have to fill out the paperwork, tell us what specials to run and what days, and every 12 weeks we'll run another series of specials for that specific they'll, customer. They'll
1: re-loop, or they'll just reloop it if you want. If it was a successful run, uh, exactly. you can let the girls know and they just rerun exactly. it for you. And the girls and are very accommodating. To.
2: Yeah, Jason, I think you've been directly in touch with uh, our marketing people that um, generally most of the stuff comes through one of the salespeople, whether it be a regional or a uh, director of sales for the specific area. Um, we try not to have people calling direct to marketing because these people don't know who who you know, who's buying, who's not. And we do want to very much make sure that we are supporting the heck out of those that are supporting us or those that are actually buying from us, and make sure that we're not giving away all these great tools and marketing materials to people that are not. And so it's it's not always easy, but we try, and we do that mostly, Ben, like we were talking earlier this afternoon, to protect the guys that are truly loyal. And in any city, there could be a, more than one person selling Vienna, and we want to make sure that we protect the integrity of the brand. You know what? So somebody,
0: though, what I like. What I like, it's kind of like the Walmart
2: theft. You know, if you go to Walmart and you steal something,
0: um, you may have <laughs> got away with it, but everybody pays that price. Well, by you being selective, who gets the the people that have earned the benefit of having these marketing materials, the POP and the POS materials? Well, those, um, that means that the more we get, the people that are true to the to a brand or truly want to, Brand their cart; they they are able to get more because
2: you are selective. Exactly, very well said, and I couldn't agree more. And that's a that's a great analogy, as far as uh, stealing uh, something Walmart. from Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, the um
0: a- about every five years, um I I throw out something like that that is um that just works. And so you happen to be lucky enough to be here tonight, Jim. I'm glad you were able to to witness it. Um, Thank God this is is recorded. Um, I'll have proof to play to my wife later. Um, (laughs) She may give me an extra scoop of ice cream. Um, (laughs) I... I wanted to ask you, and, and, and this may be outside of your league, and if it is, just tell me, Jim, just say, Ben, listen, you know, you're barking up the wrong tree. But if you were to start a hot dog cart, because you're associated with vendors and you're associated with, with wholesalers who sell to vendors, um, if you were going to start a cart, and today, what advice, even if it's unrelated to hot dogs and Vienna beef, What advice would you give to those vendors?
2: I think, yeah, that's something I think I could definitely add some advice to because I'm always thinking about 20 years from now when I'm 70 years old. Maybe that's a time when I'll semi-retire and maybe I'll have a cart. So the things that I would do. I think, obviously, serving the best possible food i can get my hands on and being less concerned about the cost of the food and be more concerned with the effect that it has on repeat customers because without repeat customers and without raving fans you've got a problem and the only way to correct that problem is big budget advertising which is not something i think i want to do especially for a mobile food business i would say especially 20 years from now we're Even today, with social networking, for the people that don't understand Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, if you don't understand it, you have a couple choices. You could read a couple books, or you could pay a neighborhood kid to help you out, or for a couple hundred dollars a month, you could pay a professional company to take care of all your social networking for you. That's a great investment that I would absolutely do. Obviously, the best customer service that... I could provide and one of our best cart operators in Philadelphia in not one of the best neighborhoods. He's got a little when he when he first started people were looking at his prices and saying, "Wow, that's a lot of money. I can go down to 7-Eleven and get a hot dog for a dollar 50." And his comeback is, "If it's not the best freaking hot dog you ever had, I'll give you your money back." He claims in 5 years he's had 2 people ask him for his mu- for their money back. So that I would, would believe
0: you know, I would believe it. Um yeah. I love things where if you're offering a truly good a good deal, then back it up. Back it up. Mm-hmm. People like guarantees and warranties and um and they like ones that are true warranties, not um, you know, you have to prove your mother's blood type. You know, right? And what descendant tree she came from. Um, true warranties, and so offering something like if you don't like it, I'll give you your money back, is is a smart way to do do your business. If you're offering something quality, yeah. And a lot of vendors I, I talk to do they offer quality, and they take pride in giving fresh onions and fresh condiments. And if the ketchup set out too long and it got hot, even though it's still okay to serve, it may have jeopardized the integrity of the taste, and they went ahead and replaced the $3 bottle, and they put another one out there. Those are the vendors that I like because those vendors are successful over and
2: over again. Yeah, you can't mess with the quality, and you also, I mean, I can sell you the greatest hot dog on the planet, but if you don't keep it fresh, if you don't rotate it, you know, after 60 to 90 minutes, any hot dog sitting in steam or water is not going to taste real great. So obviously, rotating product is huge, and then I think the other missing link that I see a lot of people just in the food business not doing today that, in my opinion, is an absolute must that can almost make make or break your business is networking, assuming that you're serving great food and you have great customer service, getting out there in the local community I'm going to repeat that local community. The chamber of commerce is probably someone's best investment. The most expensive chamber in a country is probably $500 a year. If you, if the average card operator or restaurant owner took advantage of all the local networking opportunities that the chamber provides, and just go out there and meet new people, shake hands, collect business cards, build a database, invite people to your hot dog cart, tell them your hours. Um, a great idea is maybe to have a business card with a tear-off coupon attached to it. And now imagine yourself at a Chamber of Commerce mixer where everybody else is either a real estate agent or an insurance agent, and someone comes up to you and says, Ben, what do you do? And you say, I sell the world's greatest hot dogs. Don't you think they're going to ask you to elaborate on that?
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, I think that is I would, brilliant. Yeah. I love the chamber of commerce idea too. I was—I um, don't mean to interrupt, but well, I kind of do. I wanted to throw this in there. Is <laughs> when I was at Mike's restaurant, or not his restaurant, but his little deli inside of one of the stores down in St. Pete, Florida. He had um, a big banner thing that said "Fill one of these up," and it showed an outline of a Vienna hot dog, and get this, and it was. It was a punch card, basically, that he mm-hmm. hands out to his regulars that if you come back and you eat this many, you get one free. And we, we talk about doing that with people, but I, I think it's neat when you, can, when you can do that as part of your marketing thing and if you'll actually follow through with it, um, you'll, you'll see repeat business. And if it's a good meal, they're going to do it. I can get a steak. I know we were talking about quality, and you said cost. I have eaten a steak at Waffle House. And cool. it's um and and it's a steak. Okay, it's still oh, a steak. I'm it's price by the steak. And and but and I don't have a true, true blue, you know, steakhouse near me, really. Um but my favorite is T G. I Fridays because of the Jack Daniels sauce they do. And if if I have my choice, I can't afford Jack Daniels, you know, steak at T G. I Friday's every time. But I'm not going to eat hot dogs every day either. But if I have my choice, my wife asked me for Father's Day, what do you want, where do you want to go to eat? I said TGI Fridays because I want a good steak. And I think that's the same way with a hot dog cart. If somebody's thinking about what to have for lunch and they know they can get a $6 meal with a the world's best hot dog, then they're going to do it. I'd rather go there than to go to Sonic and get a $2, you know, seven hot dogs for 2 bucks deal at the Jiffy store. So, I'm with you. Um,
2: Well, it's it's funny you bring that up because that makes me think of the difference between a good steak and a great steak. So, a good steak might be Longhorns, might be Outback. A great steak might be Ruth's Chris. The difference in price is staggering. You can go from $25 at Longhorns to probably, I want to say, double, $50.00. Or seventy dollars, yep. yeah. Yep. So now the difference between an average hot dog and the best hot dog, you might be talking about seventy five cents or a dollar more. That's not a deal breaker. It's still affordable. But that's a retail price difference.
0: I'm talking exactly. cost difference. You're talking the difference between twenty five cent and fifty cent, um, fifty cent yeah. and seventy five cent. You're not right. really talking a huge difference
2: in going well, off a sorry. really
0: good
3: hot dog.
2: Well, we should probably elaborate just so your listeners know, you're saying from a wholesale perspective, a yes. average hot dog might be thirty five or forty cents. Right. A Vienna might be fifty five cents. So you're looking at fifteen, twenty cents more. Some people say wow, that's a big deal. It's really not a big deal when you figure you can charge at least 75 cents more than somebody who's serving that average hot dog. Yep. Oh, and I'm yeah. proud of well, the fact that you're charging it.
0: Well, I agree. My sister, when she called me, she was excited. I got hot dogs for 11 cents apiece, and I told her, I said, listen, you know, I'm very sarcastic, and I said, listen, um, I, said, I call her Toot. That is her nickname. And I said, Toot. I said, listen. I said that's perfect. If you can find some moldy buns for like three cent a piece, you can sell a hot dog for fifty cents, and you'll and you'll probably do good. I don't know who will buy them, but you'll probably do good. And so, um, she, um, I, I mean, she'll at least have her cost down. And and so I agree with you, Jim. I, I agree that it is smart to sell a better product and charge for it. I kid you not that Mike sells. His all beef Vienna dog, and it's not even the quarter pounder.
2: It's normal,
0: whatever. What is it? One six?
2: Is that the standard, standard? hot dog? Is a two ounce eight to one.
0: Okay, it's so an eight to for one. people that
2: don't know hot dog terminology, an eight to one means eight per pound.
0: Right. So it's an eight to one, and um, that's what he's using, and he's charging four fifty five just for the Chicago dog, and he has a line.
2: And not
0: because they can't go to rallies and get three for, you know, three for $0.50. Um, it's not always the bargain. But five or six bucks for a meal is dirt cheap, and especially if you're giving them good quality food and good, fun, clean service. And so I love it. I love it, and I'm glad you you were willing to come on and, and share with us. Um some of your ideas the chamber of commerce is a great idea um i know that it can be expensive and if you're starting out and you don't have the money you don't have to do it right now the chamber will be there a year from now they'll be there three months from now join them at some point they'll let you go for free as a guest i think three times in my town um and go and just mingle like jim said and you will find jobs that you didn't know existed um I was sharing um, with another vendor, if you've got just a second, Jim, I know you're busy and on the road, but um, I was sharing with another vendor this week that when I had furniture stores and I had this chain of furniture stores, I went to, I, I, I like supporting local charities, not like the Red Cross, but like the local, local charities. You know, whether it's the women's, uh, what is it called, safe space. Well, if mm-hmm. you do stuff like that, like I'll give you one in- instance, Safe space is all the time looking for places to um put women battered women and their kids or and they 'll even do battered men and their kids but um they they do that stuff and they're always looking for help and they have to rely a lot on the local um population to give and donate well, we had furniture stores, so we would when they get a new place we'd fill it up with furniture and I was able to do that at that time. And it was fun. It was a neat thing. Well, those things led to other things. Like the, you know, the mayor's, it was a long ways off relative, was in safe space. He heard about that we had donated this. And so he started giving me jobs all over the place to do that I didn't even know existed and would have never known. So the chamber puts you into things that you would have never known existed.
2: Ben, can I ask uh, you a question? When you say jobs, sure. for a listener who's not a member yet, yep. do you mean catering job?
0: Well, when when I say that, I say, yes, catering jobs. But when I was giving my example, it was giving cool. me um, furniture deals like where where a company or a government entity needed a bid, and it was a closed bid, and, and the mayor calls you and says, hey, Ben, they're doing a bid. Um, it's a last-minute deal. They've got 30 days to fill it. Can um, you bid on 600 mattresses for such and such? Got it. And okay. I was getting stuff that I didn't know existed, and the chamber provided that as well. Even in the hot dog vending business, the chamber provides you that because it puts you in touch with some with people that you wouldn't have known. And there's kind of a it's kind of like the MFBA. You you feel protective over the other members automatically.
2: Regular, yeah, they're, they're in your trouble, local we all run to help. Yeah. Right. There's right yeah, there, now. I'm sorry. No, you're right. Go ahead. Uh, I was, I was um, to elaborate on the whole local networking. I would reckon, like I'd like to recommend just a couple books that I think could get somebody set up to network in the correct way. And for those that don't have time to read it, they could buy the audible version. I'm sure there's a version that Amazon has under their Audible collection where they can just listen to it. The first book I'd recommend is called The 29% Solution by Dr. Ivan Meisner. And the other book would be Endless Referrals by Bob Berg.
0: Brian, if you're listening and can put that on the chat rooms, I'd love you for it. Could you repeat those again, Jim?
2: Sure. Uh, The 29% Solution by Dr. Ivan Meisner. That's probably my favorite. And then the other one would be Endless Referrals by Bob Berg. And I know that referrals thing sounds more appropriate for maybe somebody who's selling insurance, but somebody who's selling hot dogs out of a cart, it still works because you want that. Once you get that word-of-mouth marketing going on how great your hot dogs are and how great you are, you won't have to do any advertising. You'll have a line every hour that you're open. You know what it's just the best return on investment you can make.
0: You're exactly right. There we have a guy that that visited the show, his name's Hot Dog Mike, and he can find it hot dog underscore Mike, um on Facebook. And he was on the show a while back and he just broke the world record for the most expensive hot dog, fifteen hundred and one dollar. Um, <laughs> but he that that man is brilliant at marketing and he uses those techniques that you just mentioned And he is a social media genius. He's got almost 10,000 followers um, on Facebook and Twitter so that if he's going to be over here today with a special on sauerkraut and dogs, everybody knows about it, and he ends up sold out every day. He sells out every day. And he's not in front of Lowe's or Home Depot. He's just learned to give a good product, good service, Andy's learned some skills from places like, the, you know, your 29% solution um, so that you can end up capitalizing on what you already have coming in.
1: Brian's got the links up for the books.
2: <laughs> I love Brian.
1: Brian's our link master, Jim.
2: Um, okay, I, was, I, was, I was asking myself, who's Brian? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, sorry. He's on
0: our chat.
1: It
2: got it.
1: Pretty much
2: as you can say, he's got the link up. There is. We thought about changing his name to Google. (laughs) There is. I mean, obviously the um, the idea of of local networking for a hot dog cart operator can help that person get more people to like them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter, and all that kind of stuff, and help them build their database. And there's another organization that is probably in the same price range as the Chamber, but they have 5,000 chapters in the country, I think, yeah. It's called BNI, Business Network International. And they Uh, have a BNI.
0: We have one here.
2: Okay, so you're familiar with them. Now Mm -hmm. imagine a hot dog cart operator being a member of an organization like that. And for those that don't know, you can just go to their website... It's uh, BNI.com. It's a exclusive membership. So, for instance, where I live in Woodstock, Georgia, is the closest chapter to me. There's a BNI chapter there. And there might be 25, 30 members. They only allow one person from each industry. So one mortgage person, one right. residential real estate guy, um, one... You know, they have different, I think they'll break it up depending on the type of insurance that you sell. But they have everything there from somebody who sells Mary Kay to your business broker who sells franchises. And um, that's an organization, their whole motto is based on giver's gain. So the idea where you go out and network and you help others with all the leads and referrals you can give them and by doing that, it comes back to you.
1: That's a Zig Ziglar theory.
2: Yeah, help enough people get what they want, and you'll get everything that you, you want. what you want. Yeah. the The only thing I would just challenge people to do, especially in the food business, if you're not serving incredible food, none of this will work. Obviously, if people, if you create, if you go out there and network your butt off and create all this buzz, and people come and eat bad food. They're probably no, not going to no say anything. They're just never going to come back.
0: No, and, and there's yep. a market for that. The people that follow events or are, are just doing temporary stuff, there's a market for that. But if you're looking for a repeat business and a following, a 10,000 yep. Twitter following, then mm-hmm. you need to offer something unique. Good food and good customer service on a clean cart. Um, Correct. I so, added both
1: books to the uh, Amazon store from
0: VA.
2: And
1: Brian also popped up the link for the uh, b and so people
2: can check that out. And I know you can go visit a, uh, a BNI and i chapter twice, and it's you have to have a 30-second commercial. It doesn't have to be great. So, it you know, B&I is kind of where the chamber meets Toastmasters. It'll help somebody improve their public speaking skills and network at the same time. And a you know a powerful, fifteen second or thirty second elevator pitch or commercial will help immensely if you know what you're talking about. And just something like I, I'm, I'm Jim Silverman. I have a I have Jimmy's Hot Dog Hot Dog Cart over at Main Street and uh, Town Lake Parkway, and I sell the world's greatest hot dogs. And we feature Vienna Beef brand.
0: I love it. I love it, and I, I know it works because I talk to vendors where it does work. And so, um, it, you know, to me, you're preaching to the choir. But I, um, I'm i very thankful you got on and, and came on and spent the time with us. I know you're on the road traveling. Um, we've got a ton of stuff to cover tonight. Jim, do you have any last words for us before um, we go?
2: I would just uh, like to say, first of all, thank you again for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity and you did bring up something that we can also provide for your members that I think you'll enjoy the frequent buyer card. We can customize oh. frequent buyer punch cards for your members with their name of their hot dog stand, hot dog cart, their cell phone number, or their address, whatever they want to put on there. So they don't have to, that's another savings right there. I love it. Vienna really takes Thank care you. of the
1: vendor. I mean, it, it makes it, it, when you look, it's almost like joining the MFBA. You know, you look at the membership and then the benefits you get with the discounts on different things. Mm-hmm. It makes it worthwhile. Well, Vienna, it, it's a no-brainer. One, it's a good dog. But two, what they do for the vendor, I mean, just the text program, there's a, the difference in the money right there. And then well, you add people the think yeah.
2: they it, yeah. Jason, I would just—I think the one word that will stick in people's mind about the real value proposition behind the brand Vienna is the free franchise. Think of it like a free franchise, because that's pretty much what it is. We're not charging. I tell the guys all the time.
1: I mean, you know, a lot of people get hung up on price, and it's like, well, you know, yes, it's a little bit more than Brand X, but sorry, it's a better dog, and then what they do for me uh, more than justifies it, as far as I'm concerned.
0: You know, I, well it comes down yeah. if you want to be a Waffle House steak or a sonic hot dog or do you want to do Vienna or, you know, you know, a high end hot dog. So I I I agree. I mean, you know, if you I I prefer, you know, my T G. I Friday steak. I don't have the steak company he mentioned earlier. We don't have these fifty dollar steak companies here. Um, and they probably wouldn't make it here. But um <laughs> I couldn't support them enough to keep them open. um, (laughs) um, Thank you so much, Jim, for spending your time with us. I know I told you this would only be short, but I appreciate you going as long as you did with us.
2: Thank you, Jim. My pleasure. Jason, Ben, thank you, guys. Thank Thank you. Have have a good evening. evening. Take care. Travel safe. Thank you.
3: He's flakier than your Aunt Millie's Pie Crust at the County Fair. It's bad on HDVR. Hot dog under radio.
0: Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000. Buildacart.com. Buildacart.com
3: hot dog saved my life the book everything you ever wanted to know about hot dog vending and probably some things you don't available at ben's forward slash book why spend 100 or more dollars when you can get it all for less than 30 bucks ben's forward slash book get it read it and discover how you can cash in and change your life for good Bencarts.com forward slash book <laughs> Mobile Food Vendors Association, MyMFVA.org. If you like specials and freebies and discounts off carts from the leading manufacturers, you need to check out MyMFVA.org. You can get discounts on everything you will need to run a successful business. They'll even tell you where you can buy all those necessities at the absolute lowest price. For more details, visit MyMFVA.org. Feeling lazy? Out of shape? Get off the f-ing couch. Go to Ben'Carts.com and get the scoop on free training, top-notch accessories, link over to the radio show and the blog. Plus, you can get Ben's tell-all book on how you can change your life forever. Hot dog, save my life. It's all available at Ben's Carts.com. Be there. Want to be hot not on a silver platter instead of that cold booger on a paper plate? Then go to Benscarts.com and check out the free training videos. Link to the blog and connect to the radio show. And it's all free only at Benscarts.com This is the temple, all the fellas. We now return you live to Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob.
0: Well, actually, it's uh, Ben and Jason tonight, Rob is shark fishing on the beach. Um, he texted me the other night a picture, and he said, guess where I am. And holy cow, I was um, envious of his, his current position. Um, I even got to hear um, two drunk people fighting. Um, n- nothing, nothing to do with Rob, just peer people um, that you will encounter on the beach late at night when you're shark fishing. Um, I am... Um, I am glad to have Jason on the phone. I am, I, that was an awesome interview with Jim. I, I learned a lot, and I hope that all of y'all gain something from that. We are running out of time, and so we really, really need to um, get going. I know that we're going to try to cover a bunch of stuff tonight. So if you would like to put in your opinion or your, something you've done, your experience on one of these questions, feel free to call in and I'll try to get to you. Don't be upset if I don't. We're going to try to run through these as fast as possible, but I would love to hear it if you have something to add. Um, Jason? Um, yes, sir. What this, what this is about is you've you've basically done everything. You're ready to go, and there is that. Got, got you know, my card, that, got my license. Right. You're ready to go, and you go, oh, my gosh. Now i got to go out there. Well, what do I do? And, you know, I put in the blog all these questions that come through your mind or go through your mind or should, or and there's more than this. But and, and it sends your head spinning with all these things, and you're worried about stuff, and you're going, what if I mess up? And let me just tell you this right from the get-go. Whether you remember any of this or you're taking notes tonight, please remember this. The people that you are serving don't know if this is your millionth day serving or your first day. If you would like to get a little bit, if you find yourself getting a little slow and you're getting the line built up or whatever, um, go ahead and tell them, folks, I'll be right with you. I'm sorry. Um, this is my first day. You can use that first day trip for three months until you get the hang of things. Um, the, um, you can tell them it's your first Thursday, or it's your first Thursday in February, or whatever. But, That's something you can use to your benefit. But they honestly don't know. They don't know if you were, oh, my gosh, I put the chili on before I put the hot dog. They don't know if that's your secret way of doing it so that it infuses the 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 chili sauce. Yeah, they don't know. So if you will just go with the flow, you're the professional hot dog vendor to them, no matter if it's your first day or 5,000th day. So let's go through these. The first one I wrote down was how many hot dogs do I take with me? And I'm not talking events and stuff like that. We've got a lot of blogs, and, and we've talked about events. But uh, on that first day, let's say you're set up in front of the auto park store, or you're set up in front of the school, or you're at the baseball park, and you're going to be there from 11 to 4. Um, don't panic. Um, to me, my, my answer would be take enough for a good day. If 200 dogs, which would be 100 meals in my case, would be a really good day. That would be a $500 day to me. Um, then I'm going to take 200 hot dogs. If I can't afford to take 200 hot dogs, like when I first started, my first three or four days, we bought dogs at, down at Food City, and then we were, um, when I'd get close to being out, my wife would run back down to Food City and get more. And so if you can't afford it, but let's say you can afford 100 dogs, that's still a good day. Even if you're only going to be out there for an hour or two hours, you'll know at least tomorrow to bring more. Um, that's my answer to that. Jason, do you have anything
1: to add to that? One? Um, I would just add that you know, selling out is not a bad thing, I and mean, you just got to play it right. You know, let guys know, hey, sorry guys, you know, lunch rush came in, and you know, Ben, I uh, suggest getting here a little earlier tomorrow. You know, we'll bring some more dogs tomorrow, but my my numbers keep climbing and. You know, I'm doing my best to keep up with it, but I'd suggest getting here a little early tomorrow for lunch, guys. And, uh, you know, a sellout's not uh, the end of the world. You know, if you can't get somebody like, you know, I saw Brian post about having his cabbie buddy go pick some stuff up for him or you had your wife go. If you don't have anybody in that situation, a sellout's not always a bad thing. It's not not the end of the world. It's not at all. No,
0: and it actually, it actually, it's a good feeling to go home early and yeah. and count money and know that you don't have to refreeze any hot dogs. You don't have to put anything up. you got to clean and stuff, but you're done. You just sold yep. out, and that's a good feeling. Um, so don't worry about taking too many or too less. If you take 50, take 50. If you take 100, take 100. Don't panic about it. Don't try to figure the math. There is no rhyme or reason or formula for this. Um, you will figure out that particular area, may sell 200 dogs on Thursday and 300 on Friday. And so there's never a solid answer.
2: Just well, that's the where keeping good notes comes
0: in. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know, keeping good those notes from the beginning. From the beginning. Yep. Exactly. Well, how, about, uh, how about we move on to the next one? Uh, yeah. Which ketchup do I use? Yep. That's a good which one. Which ketchup? Um, man.
0: I am a Heinz man. Everybody, I like Heinz. I don't like Fancy. I don't like – Fancy these restaurant brands that say Fancy on the package. Um, I don't like Fancy. I don't like anything but Heinz, but that's me in particular. If your area – if you go to your grocery store, a good way to tell what is the best seller in your area is go to your grocery store. If there's 57 different versions of Heinz and 16 different bottle types and 12 of this other brand,
3: go with the Heinz.
0: They're the better seller.
3: Yeah.
1: Pretty straightforward Um, areas are regional.
0: Don't go with generic. Don't use generic condiments, period. Don't use them. You can buy some no-name jalapenos, but don't buy a no-name ketchup. Don't buy a no-name mustard. Um, I wouldn't even buy a no-name relish. Um, I always try to get a good relish. Um, Is everyone going to know if I mess up? We already covered this. No, they yeah. don't know. Nah. They have no
1: idea.
3: They're not going out. No. No, you put that chili down
1: first, Tom, it's a trucker dog. It keeps the chili in a roll, so it doesn't roll
0: off as he's going down the road. Exactly. I See, I, I've never heard that, and I like it. I like that um, trucker dog. Um, let's go to um, the next one.
1: Do, um, I use, do I use paper, oats, or foil? I, I'd use
0: what you like using you may try different things i use foil over and over and over until i saw a vendor using these french fry boats and they hold two dogs fairly well they stick out but it makes you look like you're getting a huge meal and they hold the mess um the boats work great they hold your bun together if you're piling condiments on it um it's a that's probably another personal preference thing What do you, what do you suggest there, Jason?
1: Me personally, I I like those fry containers or the boats. Um, just like you said, presentation, um, you know, a dog or two, even two dogs on some of those foil sheets look kind of lonely. Uh, you put two dogs on one of those boats again, it's presentation, you know, they're eating with their eyes first before they get to the table or the car. And, uh, you know, if it looks keeping and overhanging on that boot, you know, it, it just seems like a better deal and a, a better dog and tastes better. And but again, you know, hey, right, whatever you have to start with, you know, if you bought foil, use foil till it's gone. Yeah, the foil. You know, that the
0: foil I still use. I, I went the other day and just did a volunteer thing for the school um, at the the sports complex, and they were raising money, you know, to to buy new uniforms for next year, and. Mm-hmm. I just used the foil because it was quick. I could just wrap them up because we weren't putting condiments on them. They had a condiment table laid out, you know, with um, a huge selection of mustard and ketchup and relish packages. So there was no real um, worry there. I just took the bun um, hot dog and wrapped it up real quickly in the foil. The foil makes for quick, but um, I love the boats. I I love the use of the boats if you shop around restaurant has those pretty cheap um yeah. napkins how many napkins do i give them um believe it or not probably not something that's going to um you know that all of you would think about but i have gotten this question more than once um, you know you go to the mcdonalds drive through and they give you one salt packet with your four fries and they give you three straws for four drinks um and that ticks you off if you're serving a good hot dog with chili and cheese and or slaw dogs or Carolina dogs or barbecue dogs or whatever you're doing, give them some napkins. Or put a package on the back of the cart and say, grab you some napkins. And, yes, you will have somebody that grabbed 20 or 25 napkins yep. that you know good and well they're not going to need, and they're going to put them in a glove box so they can blow their nose later. It doesn't matter. It's, it, it's so minute. Of a deal that I wouldn't worry about it.
1: Um, they don't come out in the wash because then there's other guys that won't grab any at all. Exactly. You know, like my two um, sons will use your shirt, they take their shirt and use it, you
0: know. Exactly. Yeah, my son uses his arm. Um, yeah. He just wipes it across his face.
1: Tom, yeah, Tom
0: <laughs> get a tissue. He says, I tissued my sleeve. Okay, thank yeah. you. <laughs>
1: well,
0: that to be a nice stiff sleeve later.
1: Um, yep. <laughs>
0: Let's go on, Jason.
1: All right. Do I need uh, paper sacks
0: or bags? Absolutely. Um, you can buy them cheap at Sam's Club. If you're just getting started, Sam's is the way to go. Um, if you have a um, restaurant depot, is it? Is it? Yes. Okay. Restaurant depot yeah. slash Chetaro. Yeah. If you have restaurant depot, yeah, but Mobile Food Vendor Association gives us a 16-month, is it?
1: Yes, right now there's a special. They bumped it up from 14 months to 16
0: months of BJ's. At BJ's, if you, I wish I had a BJ's. If you have a BJ's near you, go there. But you can get the napkins, and you can get the foil, or you can get the boats. You can get the um, the Dang. paper sacks dirt cheap. The brown paper sacks are perfect for the guys that go. Yeah, give me four dogs, load them up. Um, I'm taking two to my buddy. Um, you'll get people that come up and want six dogs or eight dogs. And, and, you know, we got to where we were serving a a little Christian school down the road every day, and they would come and pick up their 12 or 30 or 20 or whatever bags of the kids that ordered that day. And it was just a a nice way to serve them. Definitely Um, makes
1: it easier to carry away.
0: Yep. Um, Even if you only buy one package and it takes you a year to go through them, it'll be worth it. It'll be a convenience that they will recognize Drinks, what brand and how many? Um, there's probably, um, as many opinions on drinks as there are drinks. But let me tell you, check to the tried through. What are the restaurants using? They're using Coke and Pepsi products. Um, if you live anywhere near Tennessee, you have to have Mountain Dew. If you have, um, um, if you live in some areas, root beer is, is key. Um, if you live out west, um, you may want to have ginger ale. Um, I know a guy that has, sells more ginger ale than he does Coke and Pepsi. so um, but stay with name brand, don't go to big lots and they've got a deal on um close out drinks that never made it to market. Don't buy those no um, don't don't buy the grocery store brand even if it tastes just as good, don't buy it
1: um so again, you're serving a good product, you know you can't just serve a good dog and then you know cheap soda, yep. And where I get my drinks is I watch the store
0: sales. You can't go to the distributor. You can't go directly to Coke, to their distributor, and get a good deal unless you're buying millions. So just go to the grocery store. My grocery stores are Food City and Kroger, and they compete. One week I have Pepsi. One week, one, the next week the other one will have Coke products on cheap, you know, cheap prices. Walmart is your tried and true. If nobody's having a so go to Walmart. I subscribe to Food City and Kroger's prices, you know, their email thing, so I know when they're running the sale, and I run down there and stock up. I check the dates, though.
1: Always check the dates. Yep. Yeah, get, get familiar and get friendly with your managers, the store, your assistant managers, you know, maybe take them in lunch. And, uh, you know, a lot of times once they get to know you, you let them know what you're ordering each time it comes up, and they'll add that to the order. And, uh, you know, you take them lunch. Do something for them, invite like them out to the stand or park wherever you're at, and uh, they'll keep you up to my, date.
0: My grocery store gives me 10% off, um, and he can't give it to me at the register, but they have a gas card because they have gas there as well. And they give me they give me a gas card of 10% of whatever I ordered that day.
1: Can't beat that. And
0: so um, ask. It never hurts to ask. Just ask. Go up to the general manager go, listen, I'm going to be buying a lot of sodas. I was wondering if you could give me a little discount, and they'll probably say yes. Um, and I wouldn't say how much can you give me, or not not if you would give me. I'd say, can you give me like 10 or 20%? Or if you want to have fun with them, can can I get like 50% off? I'm going to be ordering quite <laughs> a bit of drink. And, and then let them back off that number. Uh, there's not yeah. a lot of profit in drinks for them. There is, you know, on the other end, Coke and Pepsi. And that's why they have the good Super Bowl commercials. Um, Let's move on. My head is spinning now. Um, Let's see. Gloves. Um, Gloves you need. Um, And whether you wear them on one hand or two is up to you. Um, I sweat. My hands sweat in the gloves, so I'd rather have it on just one hand. And I try to prep everything with that one hand and use my um, handy-dandy tongs to – serve to that one, and then that way I can still take money and give change with my other hand. Is that that your predominant hand? I'm basically using my left hand, my non-dominant hand, to hold the bun, dog, foil, boat, whatever. And then I'm using the tongs to load everything and spoons with my right hand, which is ungloved, and then I take money that way. I take money from them that way.
1: So that kind of covers our next question and we can go right into there with the you know describing like in your book the three pocket apron you know how to how to keep the money and change if they're going to actually work with change do you work with change
0: oh yeah i i don't like change some vendors do and i don't want to tell you you're doing it wrong because um you it, it, it whatever you want to do you do what i have found to be easier is just dealing in whole numbers you know Deal with ones, fives, tens, and that's it. I don't like yeah. dealing with change. I don't want to deal with change. I owe you seventeen cents. Blah.
1: I don't want to keep borders in my apron. Um
0: Heavy. I carry I carry enough weight around right in in the front of me that without having to add, you know, coins to it.
1: Yep. So we pretty much covered question ten there about how to take the money with the glove on, you know, using your one hand to Hold the foil, the boat, get the bun out, using your tongs, grab the dog, take the money with the right hand. Um, question 11, uh, thermometer test strips. Where do I get the test strips?
0: Um, mobile Food Vendor Association store has links to the test strips, but most any restaurant supply place has them. I know Sam's has them. Um, I know um, BJ's has them. You can get them online. Um, just put in... Um, uh sanitizing test strips or um water test strips and you'll probably pull up a lot of pool supply places but they're not they're not that hard to find um brian will probably have a link up for you to the mobile food vendor association or anything else that he can find if you go to the chat at ben's Carts forward slash live you'll probably find some there um and um the test strips though they're not not hard to find I, this this is something I get the people that they'll start their first day or they'll be on their second day and they'll go, oh, I'm, do you know where to get test strips? Because I didn't get any. And I understand that because I did the exact same thing. It wasn't until an inspector from another county inspected me and found out I didn't have test strips on my cart that I even knew about test strips. Um, so always um, get you some test strips. It makes you look official.
1: Um, also, you can check with your uh, health department to find out if they're letting you use that Clorox spray. A couple of them around here let that go through now. That way, there's good no idea. mixing. With just a, it's just a straight, you know, you buy this bottle, you don't have to worry about mixing and, and using the strips and things like that. And, you know, not all of them, I'm not telling you all of them will do it, but around here, um, you know, our psychos are finally letting that go through, which was shocking. So, yep. take the small baggage.
0: All right, let's
1: see. Uh, same same with thermometer.
0: the thermometer, though. Yeah, same with the thermometer. Um, you can pick those up at Walmart. Um, they make freezer thermometers. They make pocket thermometers. Um, you know, you can leave one in your freezer and leave one in your pocket. That's for meat. In case your inspector comes by, you can say, hey, "Yeah, we can test that right now," and and test it. Tennessee's kind of yeah. unique because the food has to have been on the cart for two hours before it it qualifies to be tested. Well, I don't have food on the cart cooking for two hours before it's yeah. sold, so um, they can't test my food. So it's kind of unique, but um, I don't know how everybody is. I'm privy to that just because I read the flipping um, you know 1,600 <laughs> page of rules. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, now next. Next question is, uh, should I serve to the left or to the right? Two lines? You know, now I'm panicking.
0: Um, You know what? Everybody has different ways. I like serving to the right. I'm right-handed, so I have them get in line there, and they just walk off. So they come up, and and I go, what do you want if I'm working by myself? And I I go, what can I get you? You know, and they go, well, I need two slaw dogs, and you know, two bags of chips or whatever they order, and I go ahead and have them. If if I'm busy, I will have them lay the money right there on top of the cart. If not, I'll take the money, shove it in one pocket, and pull out their change. Um, That's another reason to deal with whole numbers. You can quickly give them change. I keep ones in one pocket, fives in my middle pocket, and tens in my far left pocket. If they give me a 20, I put it in my back pocket. Because I don't want to mix up with my change. My change yep. is my ones, fives, and tens. Um, I
2: don't want to give away
0: profits. Right, right. You don't want to accidentally slip somebody a twenty. Um, the now we watched a vendor recently that that I had a video on that he took their orders on the right and and served them on the left. They walked from there around the cart. That would work good in really really busy locations. Um, and the customer shouldn't mind all that much. Um, But if you can serve them right there in one fell swoop, you're better off. It's more convenient. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Let's see. Next question. What if I run out of propane? How
0: long does it last? Um, Common question. Um, If you run out of propane, most states require redundancy, which means backup. They want you to have two propane tanks on the cart at all times. So you should never run out of propane. <clears throat> propane will last me on my cart working 10 to 6 even. It'll last me, uh, one tank, a twenty normal 20-pound 20 small tank, will last me three, three-and-a-half days with my grill going. So it it's not that bad because I'm, you know, even though you may think, okay, I'm working six hours, your propane's not running six hours because you're, you know, you're bowling dogs, you turn off the fire. You turn it back on. If you're steaming dogs, you may run more propane. But boiling, I turn it off, turn it back on, turn it off, turn it back on. So I would say that in, on average, you'll probably get um, three days
1: on average out of a thing if you're busy. That works.
0: Uh, BJ's J's
1: also now is filling up propane at most of the locations, uh, something else I just found out today. We'll speak with them. Um, Rob got a discount on
0: propane. Um by just putting propane supplied by or this cart is powered by, you know. There you go. Holston gas or whatever, um, you know. So just, um, just think about that. You may want to, you know, go to the gas company and go, listen, I have a cart that's powered completely by propane. Um, I could give you um, the left and right bottoms of the cart with a nice vinyl decal that powered by um with your phone number or website or your QR code um for um you know three hundred a month, or you could give me my propane. Um you might okay. end up getting propane for free. Um Rob has, so it is very doable.
1: Definitely worth the cost of the decals. We got somebody who'll do the decals too. That's right. All right, what if I what if I drop my tongs, Ben?
0: Um, that stinks. Um, it slows you down. My suggestion is always have the redundancy thing. Keep two or three pairs with you. That way you don't have to w- stop what you're doing and wash them right now. If they drop right in front of you, kick them under the cart. Get them later. Grab a new fresh pair. People don't want to see you go over and wash it and then start serving them again because all they think of is that was just on the 30 ground. tongs. Yep. Right. I want to see that. So keep an extra pair. They're cheap um and and you can you know put them in your bread box or hang you a couple pairs off the end of the cart um there it, it's easy um All right.
1: oh so, what if i what if there's a rush
2: can i handle that <laughs> good
0: good problem to have um the when there's rushes you stay calm um even though it will be you know scary and you're going, oh my gosh! I bet these people will walk off. Some of them will walk off if it's too bad. But um, be thankful there's a rush, and yeah. you're getting to serve a bunch of people at once. And yeah, um, not a bad thing. You can. It actually encourages them that if other people think, oh my gosh, look how busy this guy is. I'm glad I got here now. Um, yep. Look at those morons back at the back of the line. I mean, that's how that's how it feels to them. You know how it feels when you get in a long line, but if it's worth it to you, if the food's good, you're going to wait.
1: Um, Don't be afraid to talk to the line either. You know, address them. Let, them. let them know you know they're there.
0: Yeah, and and aggravate them a little bit. You know, tell them. Listen, you know, if you see them walking off, say, "Oh, ho, oh, you were you you were just fixing to get a free dog. You were you were our seven hundred customer today, and um, we were going to give you your ninth dog for free." And, you know, some of them would just turn around and, and get back in line because they didn't realize they were being watched. Um, but, you know, I mean, you can play with that however you want, but I come up with little things to, you know, to tease them about. And, you know, you know, I'll tell them, oh, man, you're, Kylie, I'm glad I'm not you. Your wife's going to be mad. I, she called me twice to tell you to get extra hot dogs today. Um, any, anything you can come up with that, um, makes them feel comfortable and, and they don't mind waiting, especially if you'll play with them. Like, um, yep. you know, if the, if the guy at the front of the line, even though if he's not, um, and the guy in the back of the line, you can tell he's antsy or, or or you just know they are because it's taking you a while, you can go, hey, um, you in the red shirt back there, this um, guy up here said that you were buying today. And it, it kind of breaks the ice. They go, oh, my gosh, this guy's kind of funny. Or this guy's a moron, but I'm gonna stay in line because he may say something else kind of stupid, and it's yep. the best entertainment they've had all day, and so well, a lot of these people are
1: sitting in cubicles, you know, or he might be at a loading dock not talking to anybody. So you know, you might be their interaction or their entertainment for the day, you know. And again, it goes with that selling yourself and your brand.
3: Yeah, you know, and it's make do it makes them feel good.
0: Amen. Yeah, and um, you know, I I would I would. Um, you know, play on it. If you can, if somebody's at the back of the line, um, you know, go. Oh man, I can't wait um, till you get up here because I have a, a special deal for you. Um, you know, I'm going to give you um, something cool, and then you'll get others wanting to know what's he getting that I'm not getting, and and you can do something special for him. Go listen. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna give you all extra chili, or you know, I'm going to give you um, some advice today. Or I'll tell you a funny joke. Have you some jokes memorized? Um, do yeah. something
1: cool that sets you apart, kind of like the last blog we did about that. Um, Yankee says to make them sign that one day, one hot dog a day contract. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, you know, That'd be funny
1: saying? to pull out a contract, you know, a big long piece of computer paper, you know, that old type paper that came on the reel. You know, let that thing fold out and hit the ground. Hand them a pen and a paper, and watch their face.
0: <laughs> and and if you um if you're taking cards, play with them. Take their card and stick it in your back pocket, and go. We'll just keep this on file for you. Um, I don't, you know, we'll let you know when it expires, and then that way you can keep coming back. And um, you know, give them give them a hard time. I mean, people like it. Some may get a little, you know, antsy with you, and you'll be able to tell, but for the most part, people will enjoy it. It's why we watch shows like Jackass, or why we watch, um, you know, what is it, Gags on that British channel. They do that. laugh, And those things excite us. Um, We need to move on. Let's see. Um, All right. right. What if no one comes? What if I'm
1: set up, and I got my dogs, and I got my name brand ketchup, and I got my clean tongs, and... Nobody be, be comes. Now what?
0: Um, that can be a, a, a scary feeling. Um, my second day out, I was sitting in front of a tire shop and that I had worked at already. And I was sitting out there, and, and I'm on a busy road, 50, 60 miles an hour road, and they're going into town. The last thing they want to do is pull over. I had some people come the first day. Some of them were family. And, you know, to support you and friends that heard that you were out there and um, that you had lost everything. Um, and then I had um, my wife said, "Why don't I call down to the courthouse and see if um, anybody wants anything?" And we did, and we got six or seven orders, and she ran them down to them. And we did several things like that, and that's how we got the Christian school, and we got you know that daycare type school, and we ended up with a cool little following of people, and so. If you have a bad day, don't sweat it. We all have had them. And some of them were caused by rain, you know, or weather of some sort. Some days are caused because, you know, your stomach starts hurting when you get out. Now you have to pack it all up and go home. There's going to be those days. Count on it. You've had bad days at work before. You can deal with it. You can live with it and move on and be happy that you're able to work. Go
2: home and
0: prep. Yeah, go home and prep, or um, if you already cooked up 30 dogs, go find somebody to give them to and go, hey, we're down such and such. And if you followed the, the stuff we teach, you can go, you know, take your card, take a flyer and go, yeah, I just wanted to drop these by. We're not open today, but we're going to drop these by. Tomorrow we'll be out there from 10 to 2. Um, but we wanted to give you some samples. And a lot of that goodwill goes a long ways. Go to the sheriff's department and give them some free hot dogs and see if they don't um, love you. Go to these places oh, yeah. where they can't just walk out and leave their job. They have to bring a lunch. Um, you know, go down to a local accountant's office and go, hey, you know, we're we're new in town. I wanted to bring you two dogs by. Whether he eats them or not, he'll remember you. And he'll want to come by and check you out. So there's always that
1: woman up front. front. Always make friends with the hostess, or or not the hostess, but the the secretary or the assistant at the front door. They're the ones that know everything and everyone. So don't forget them when you uh, head out to these different businesses. All right, I guess we better get moving here. Um, Do I need extra ice? How much ice should I take with me, Ben?
0: Um, I only use ice when I am, um, for my
1: drinks. I've
0: learned to fill up the half-gallon milk jugs. Um okay. or use the ice packs. I now use the cool ice packs, the ones that are more expensive, but they last longer. Um okay. and they come in sheets and I line my cooler with those and my my food is already below, you know, it's either zero or below. So I don't really have to worry about it thawing out. And I, I don't need ice in there because it just creates a mess. My boxes wow. get soggy, I have to drain it, it's not worth it. Um, I, I just as well, and I don't have the added expense. I buy these one-time packages and I can use them for the next 10 years and I can refreeze them at night. I do keep yep. my drinks on ice. And so take enough ice for your drinks. If you start getting low, if you can give a customer a free meal, if you're by yourself to run, go get you a couple more bags of ice, do. If you can afford it, take some with you, take some ice with you, um, I finally was able to get a, a freezer that freezes at 50 below. You can set it at 50 below is the most of the go. And I can put ice in there, put my ice packs in there, and I can keep ice frozen all day in an igloo cooler in the back of my pickup truck. So it'll hold good, and that way if you get low, you crush it open. You know, I'd bang it on my bumper, and then I'd dump it over the drinks. And fresh ice on the drinks is a seller. You know, it's like eye candy.
2: And so I yep. would
0: use I wouldn't, you know, use ice packs or gel packs there. Um yeah. we have done links to those ice and gel packs. Um Yeah, we have those
1: in the MFA site.
0: Yeah, it's on their store too. All right. How
1: about uh do I start at nine or do I start at twelve? What time should I start?
0: Um that's we've talked about this on previous shows and I'm gonna run through it quickly. Um different areas are different. And so some people may start eating. You know, if it's a if it's a place that they started at 6 in the morning, they're going to be hungry by 9.30. So you may want to get there at 9. And they may be eating lunch at nine thirty, ten 10 o'clock. Um, if you're at the local, um, let's say, advanced auto parts, you may want to be probably set up by 10.30 or set up by 11 at the most and work to one or two. Um, if you find out, if you try it a few days and you find out that four to six is really pretty good and you wanted to work that, then work 11 to six by all means. But if you can find out the key times to work, that's what I would do. Um, and don't worry, you can't screw it up. It, 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 it's not, you can't screw up this business. If you buy a cart for four grand and um, obviously you didn't buy it at bins, Carts, but if you buy a cart for four grand and you invested five hundred dollars in this and a thousand dollars in all this food, you cannot lose money. It's impossible. It's truly impossible. If you go out there and, and get locations, you will sell through it and you can always sell your cart. And sure. if you're not in a maddening hurry, like you don't have to sell your cart by yesterday, you can get your money back out of your cart. Um I had a gentleman all of last year, in the first part of this year, selling my big dog cart. He buys them with a grill out west, and he sells them for $4,500 on Craigslist. <laughs> and, and he even tells them, he gives them my website for the schematics. And so <laughs> they know they can buy it cheaper, but he's got it right now. They don't have yep. to wait sure. days on shipping. And so it's a if you cannot lose in this business period. You just can't lose. If you're willing to go out and work, you know, shut off of Oprah and your Miss Jerry Springer, um I'm probably aging myself by mentioning his names, they're probably not on T V anymore. But the if you if you get out there, you will find that the, the money is there. Locations are crucial, though. Locations are crucial. All
1: right, let's move on here. Um what if someone wants a dog steamed and all mine are boiled?
0: Um, steam them a hot dog if you if you have the ability to. Um, to There's steam pans. You, seven, are, you can put a eighth of an eighth of an inch of water in the bottom of a third size pan and a false bottom in it that costs you two dollars and you can steam them a dog in less than two minutes. A thawed dog. If it's frozen, it'll take them six.
1: All right, so speaking of the uh dogs in the water, how long will a hot dog last sitting in the water
0: i if if they I kind of want to be a smart butt if they have to sit in the water so long that you have to ask, then you're in the wrong location um and and so honestly, if they were in there an hour hour and a half max max um i wouldn't have it in there past an hour and a half probably not that it's hurt it but you're in the wrong dang location now it's different if you had just had a mad rush and you sold 200 hot dogs and you got 10 left and they sat there while you're waiting on the next group of people or the next ball game to start or the next you know at three o'clock when people start getting off um then that's different but if you're just – if you have any doubts about the quality, eat one or take a bite of one or um, – Just look, look at, at it. it. That, throw it away, though, and start over.
1: Yeah. Move on. Well, how about
3: uh,
1: do
0: them, I steam wrap the
3: buns? Full,
0: wrap them in aluminum foil and hand them to the homeless shelter that evening on your way home.
1: Yep. Yeah. That'll work. Um, I guess uh, next one, do I steam my buns?
0: Do I steam my buns? Um,
1: I say I just yes. Made so many um, jokes?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's plenty of puns that can be played off that. Um, I I would steam your buns, but you don't have to steam them on the cart. You can steam them in the bag if it's sunshiny out. Even if yep, it's cold yeah. out, they'll steam in the bag. Um, yep. If you are steaming them on your cart, um, only do a few at a time you know put four in there and every time you take one out add a new one and rotate them because honestly if you stack up 35 buns and you got a roll top your your bottom layer is toast um so those are wasted buns and you can factor that into the cost of doing business but i've learned that if i just rotate them and they steam so flipping quick you don't need to have them ready um they, they, they just really steam quick. It's not worth it. And I'm every
1: now and then you'll see the, that. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm laughing at a post on the chat on on men'scars.com <laughs> live. Uh, Philly guy. He was at a, uh, a festive parade and he said, try asking if they want their buns steamed at that parade. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't Don't want to offend anybody, but I mean, it's just funny. I'm you glad know, I didn't have a mouthful of. Uh, Nice tea there. When I read that one,
3: all right.
1: <laughs> so we covered getting our bun steamed. You um, know, next one is okay. Now I'm just terrified. I'm going to sell this stinking cart and go get a normal job. Um, I know that
0: feeling too, and I can relate to anybody that has that feeling. Um, it, this can, this list can be daunting. The, it can, it can almost feel overwhelming that. Oh, my gosh, I didn't realize there was so much red tape and so much stuff and so much. You are going to get better at it every day. So the simpler you keep it in the beginning. I know when you first found out about hot dog vending and you go, oh, man, this is going to be great. I'm going to serve my grandma's recipe chili, and I'm going to serve 15 types of hot dogs, and I'm going to really just this is going to be awesome. Even if you still plan to do that, back it up a notch. Sort of two different types of hot dogs and get started first. Make your life easy till you get the flow of things, till you know your cart and your customer and your locations, and then start adding stuff. Don't go at it with this mentality of, um, it, and it's a good mentality. I, I'm not beating you up because of it because I had the same thing. I, I was going, I'm going to have a Carolina dog, I'm going to have a Chicago dog, I'm going to have a tofu dog. I showed up the first day with way too much stuff. And and I couldn't even afford it, but I thought I had to have it um and you don't um well, keep it simple, stupid, that always worked well for me, yeah, exactly, exactly um you, know, you, well, you can always advice. add it. yeah, you can always add it. um it's just gonna make life less stressful on you if you will um do this slow at first and then work your way up um and And that's the best way to do it. We'll be right back.
3: In this corner, vending from a big dog cart from the fighting town of Survearville, it's Ben on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Tune in Tuesday nights at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the very best hot dog vendor information. Call in live at 424-258-9364. That's 424-258-9364. For more information, go to LearnHotDogs.com. That's LearnHotDogs.com. You're grooving live with HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. In a world where no one cares. One man on a mission to help hot dog vendors worldwide. boldly facing health inspectors everywhere. Ben? Providing tips and videos to help the less fortunate. It's HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. With Ben and Rob. Brought to you by Mobile Food Vendors Association and Ben'sCarts.com. We now return you live to Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob.
0: Probably get sued tomorrow because um, false advertising this Ben and Rob thing. Um, And here it is, Ben and Jason. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry forge your lawsuit over to the pier in um North Carolina Beach um to a shark fisherman. And um, <laughs> um <coughs> let's move on. Um what do we have next. Right.
1: Uh what if I make seventy a day? Am I gonna have to work all the time to make ends meet? Um, you know what? That that can happen. I mean
0: I I know vendors that it's happening too currently. And I know that there's um, better locations. Some vendors are scared to death to go try a new location for fear that I can't afford to miss the $70 I'm making here. Um, that's when thinking outside the box comes into play, maybe doing one or two midnight shifts at a bar or at, at with your card, obviously, or at a factory, until you find the right spot to make it work. That's what happened to me. I started doing the factory and I went, okay, the heck with this, you know, hundred and twenty dollar a day stuff, I can go over here and make um, you know, four hundred a night. And it and it comes down to location again. If but there's people out there that are just tickle pink with four hundred dollars a day, there's people happy with two hundred dollars a day, and there's people happy with a hundred dollars a day. Do not try to think that you need to make four hundred if you can live on and are happy doing a hundred if you go out and work two hours and make a hundred bucks that's fifty bucks an hour, even after costs and expenses, you still made thirty five dollars an hour and I just don't see how you beat that um, so it all comes down to what you want and so look into that stuff, and if you market yourself your days will get better anyway. And if you're getting better product and you're serving good product and you're serving your, I guess your, um, if you're friendly and clean and fun, you will attract more and more people and eventually will become a, uh, you know, like a local celebrity. You'll become popular in your community or town. So um, don't let it discourage you, but if it's not enough, to supply the needs for you and your family, then by all means, start looking for other locations.
1: Nope. Um I'd hurt to look and find something else. You know,
0: nope. You won't know if you don't look. Nope.
1: All right, so uh, next question. How do I get all this stuff to the car if I can't park close?
0: That's a good question. Um uh, I've had situations where, you know, I had to park here and push my cart over here, and then I had all these coolers and, and supplies to get over there, and it was a pain. Um, my suggestion is a dolly, a fold-up dolly. You know, the fold-up yeah. fit in the back seat of your car. They got them where they fold up almost to fit in your glove box. But yeah. um, a, a small fold-up dolly and tote the stuff is is good, if you can pile it on your cart, then by all means do. If, um, if you can pull up sh- briefly and unload, that's even better. But it is a challenge in some areas where you have to do it. Um, but it's not the end of the world. It may mean you need to tone down what you're taking with you. Um, these vendors that you see on the New York streets, the the smaller ones that you know have a little tiny cart, they just can't take the same number of supplies. And they, they actually have runners that stop by every two hours and drop off more supplies. And that may not be feasible right now, but it it's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have to go, my gosh, at 1 o'clock now I'm going to be out of hot dogs and now I'm going to have to pack it up. Yeah, it's a pretty good problem to have. Um, I can think of, you know, about 50 different varieties of fish I'd rather be looking for and be sold out and know that... Um, Tomorrow, I need to arrange to bring more stuff.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh,
1: next one. Once the hot dogs are cooked, do I turn off the flame? Um, I do.
0: Um, we talked about this earlier. I turn it off. It. Um, it there's no reason to keep it on. I. I on a big dog cart, I have the steamer going all the time on low heat. It doesn't require much more. And then I have my boiler pans where I boil the dogs, and when they're done boiling, I turn the flame off, and then they don't crack, split, or anything. They just sit there and await their fate, and then as I get low, I move them over to the steamer and start another batch. So my steamer's always going, pretty much, but if I'm using that, if I take a cash cow or something, you know, a smaller steam table set up, um, then I'm typically steaming, period, or I'm you know, rapid steaming, um, which we talked about in the blog. If you just look it up, you'll see it. Um, it's just a quick way to steam. Um, go ahead. Else I, uh, what else
1: do I? What else do need to take?
0: Gobs of stuff. Uh, you need to think think ahead. You don't have to have all this stuff right now, today, um, with you. But here's some things I want to run through with you real quick that you'll want to take um, extra mayo maybe um you may want to try hot sauce jalapenos bring some beef bouillon cubes um cooking spray is always good to have if you don't have pan liners it makes chili um cleanup a breeze later or i say a breeze loosely um it makes it a it makes it easier um, coolers two coolers is great one for drinks um one for your food items if your cart's already have a cooler on board then have one big cooler for your drinks, napkins, foil sheets, wax paper, stuff like that, garbage cans. Um, have a garbage can handy. If there's not one where you're set up, make sure you bring one for your customers. Um, otherwise, you will end up stuffed with crap all around your cart. Bring a nice little garbage can with some bags. Um, it doesn't even have to be a big one because you can change it out and throw the old bag in your car or truck. Um Paper bags we talked about, plastic knives are great to have, especially if you have kids that are coming up, the smaller kids. The moms like to cut them so they're, you know, not chokable size um, yep. into small pieces. Um, serve, you're serving utensils in duplicates a lot of times, tongs, ladles, spoons, a knife. Um, I use a one-ounce ladle. You know, the ladles come in ounces size, and a one-ounce ladle does a lot of chili on a hot dog and that way you can kind of proportion your um, condiments that you're giving. Um, if somebody says, hey, I want extra chili, I don't care. I don't panic. I just put another scoop. I don't care. Um, yep. Meat, A meat thermometer, ice packs, um, ice, obviously, your apron, your cash. I, I bring. I try to bring $100 to $150 in fives, ones, and tens. Um, if you can work off just fives and ones, it's even easier. So try that one out. Um, even if somebody gives you 100 You give them back their change And fives um, Who cares Put the 100 in your back pocket And uncrinkle it yeah, At night When you're watching your Oprah <laughs> rerun Radio um, You may want a radio If you if you like music And customers like the music Then bring the radio By all means um, Bleach You can get a small bottle of bleach And you can dilute it if you want Or you can use straight bleach Just keep that in mind When you're spraying that around um, Yep um, carry extra water all the time. I keep a five gallon one of those you know office style five gallon things of water, and I keep that on in my vehicle or at the cart so that I can fill my steam trays i don 't fill it from the sinks or the faucet there, so there's five gallons filled into our carts but and most carts do have at least five gallons built in so keep you an extra five gallons or three gallons at minimum so that you can add to your steam table or your boiler yeah. table don't want to run out of that. Um, my wife taught me this. She takes a um like a half gallon or a one gallon bucket. Um, she if you use a one gallon bucket, one cap full of bleach um is standard in most states for giving you the right dilution of the bleach to be sanitizer and it will test perfectly on the strip. One gallon and one cap full of bleach. Um, and then some extra claws to clean to wipe down your cart. Even if you have to go buy a bag of 20, you can get those at the flea market, get them at Dollar General, or you can get them at Big Lot sometimes. They'll have 20 for a dollar and buy you some extra claws. And keep a few in the bleach water, keep you some dry ones maybe in your apron or tucked in your apron belt, and that way you can keep the cart clean, nice looking all the time. The cleaner it is, the better uh, appearance you're going to give And people are going to feel safe about eating from your cart. Uh, A small fold-out table is smart um, if you have room. Um, Or if your cart doesn't allow it. it Yeah, a lot of states don't allow that. They don't want anything off the cart. And so you may have to add a little shelf to your cart. If you bought a used cart or you bought a cart that's real tiny, um, you may have to add a little shelf to it if your state doesn't allow a table. Um, Pot holders are smart. If you have to take out a pan, you burn something, you got busy, mad rush, and you scorch the chili pan or whatever, I I don't heat chili up directly over the flame. I always use it in a a double boiler type deal, a pan inside of a pan with water in the bottom of the first pan, and that keeps that from happening. But if it happens, if you had a couple extra pans with you, you'd be wise. Um, You may never need them, but you'll have them. Um, Menu signs, even if you use a dry erase board. Um, that's the best way to go there, and it's quick and easy. You can come up with better menu boards. Um, we've had some vendors submit stuff on the blog that are brilliant, so keep that in mind. I'm just giving you the cheap, easy route for now. You can get a balloon kit if you want to hang some balloons. You can get those at Walmart for 40 bucks, 30 bucks. Um That's a pain in the neck to me. I don't do it, but if you are serving in an area where kids are present, it may add a little bit of um, a better appeal to your cart.
1: Um,
0: that's really it. If you'll just keep to yeah. the essentials, which the essentials were mixed up in that list, but you will you will find this is easy. You don't have to take all that stuff. When you're starting out, the simpler you can keep it, um, the happier you will be, and then it won't be overwhelming to you each day as you start. Um, where are we, Jason, in the questions?
1: Uh, Well, I was just going to say with that, you know, in the beginning you might want to make yourself a cheat sheet Mm and just go, you know, kind of like a checklist in the morning before you leave, run down it, and make sure you have some of that stuff because you'd be shocked what you will forget. You know, just to get your routine down and then it becomes second nature. Um, All right, next question. Next question is uh, what the health department inspector shows up. Um,
0: Don't panic. Treat him like any other customer. Even if he's standing there waiting, your customers come first, and he understands that they They won't interrupt your business if they do they're doing something wrong um that's outside of their code of ethics um They're not supposed to interrupt your business they'll usually wait till it's slow down and then go, "Hey, can I check a dog or uh, um you know for temperature or your water or your ice or whatever and it's pretty simple they They typically i've never heard of them really making a scene, so don't panic um It's not a bad thing and you know, in some states, they give you a nice piece of paper with a grade on it that looks good to hang from your cart. Um, yeah, let's let's move on. we got got um, quite a bit to go and seven minutes left.
1: Yeah, we're definitely going <laughs> to run over tonight. <laughs> All right, do I take 100 dogs or 300 dogs? I think we kind of covered that a little earlier. Um, we did. We did. Um, you know, so what, we'll kind of let that one go. Yeah, uh, I'd what if I think we let it have... go. We, we covered it. Okay, what if I have to go to the bathroom?
0: Um, depends. Makes a nice line of adult diapers. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> do they
1: come in the uh, like the baby diapers, the denim look? <laughs> yeah, the denim look.
0: Um, yeah, you, you. If you have to go to the bathroom, sometimes you you may have to close your card if it's an upset stomach or something like that. Those things do happen. If you have somebody that can relieve you, then great. If you have to run and you know you're just going to be a minute and there's a bathroom close by, then by all means, just shut off the gas and close your lids and have a sign already made that says we'll be back in 10 minutes or something. Um, And that way you can throw it up and run and go, you know, go get something. Even if you have to tell a customer, hey, you want a free hot dog? Will you stand here for five minutes while I run inside real quick? and and just do it. It's part of it. It's life. Everybody has to use the bathroom. Don't be embarrassed. Don't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. I'm about to pee in my pants. Don't let yourself get to that point. It's just not worth it. Um, well, unless it
1: depends,
0: depends on it. Yeah, if you have depends, it's going to be nice and warm, and later it's you'll be raw.
1: So, um, <laughs> at least that's what I've heard. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, <laughs> what if they want a receipt? Do I need a receipt book?
0: Um, it is smart. You will get a couple people every now and then that go, I'm going to need a receipt for that. And um, those are the anal retentive people. Um, and if you're using the card system, like, you know, one of the, the card credit card deals, that gives them an email receipt or a printable receipt. But if they want it, just go get you a 50-cent receipt book. They sell them at Dollar General, Family Dollar. Staples usually has them for $1.99. And and just write them a real quick receipt. Um uh, I haven't gotten that a lot, but I have gotten.
1: Alright, now the next one we kinda of talked about is how much change should I take. We you know, we kinda of talked about that. You were saying what well, a hundred to
0: hundred and uh, hundred and fifty, yep.
1: Okay. So uh what if I run out of change or hot dogs or something else? We're not catcher. Now what?
0: Um that's when you have to um that's when you have to to already have a plan. Either have somebody that you can call or a place that you can close down the cart and push it to the side and go get the stuff. Um, they're good problems to have. You know, it may seem scary at the moment, but it's a good feeling to go, yeah, I had a, such a good day today. At twelve fifteen, I had already run out of ones, and all my catch-up was gone. Those are good problems to have. So don't don't fret it. Don't worry about it. Um, nobody Nobody's watching you like a hawk going, Look at that crazy hot dog vendor. He ran out of ketchup. Nobody cares. So just deal with it and move on. Uh, yep, yep. You know,
1: um, well, speaking of ketchup, uh, how much ketchup do I put on how much mustard?
0: This is uh, This is why the invention on the big dog cart and some of our other carts that we put a condiment table where they put on their own condiments. And I know some states don't allow that and some states do. Most states do. And some vendors just flat out don't want it. It is better if you could put it on and dress it for them. It's all a part of the show. But um, for some reason here in the East Tennessee, um, we get the people that go, well, that's, you just put way too much mustard on that. Just way too much mustard. Well, now what do you do? Do you go, who's the next guy in line that's going to need a dog with mustard and ketchup? Or do you just throw it away? Well, I say throw it away. Throw it away, move on, hurry up. And so the best way to do it is to just, Follow a rhythm, and don't put gobs of mustard and gobs of ketchup. If they want more, say, absolutely, I can add. It's always easy to add. It's hard to take off mustard. And so um, I wouldn't even attempt it. So try to, um, if you've seen some of the videos where people zigzag it across it or um, put a one strip down it, just don't go crazy with it. I'd rather them
1: ask me for more. What's yep. next? Always add more. All right. Well, you kind yep. of covered the next one. What if I put too much ketchup on? Again, yeah, throw it away, save it for your stuff, whatever. Yep. Uh, so we kind of covered that one. Uh, are my prices too high or are they too low?
0: Um, pricing, you don't want to get your pricing or your averages off the Gypsy store or Sonic or something like that. Um, I like to base my prices on a, about a 30% or 32 to 34% cost and I'm talking total cost. So if you have my book, um, it, it breaks it down for you. If you don't, um, everybody tries to come up with a way. I have lots of vendor friends that said, Ben, $2 for a dog. I can do it for $3, um, and they do. Listen, folks, let me stop you right here. We, we've got less than 90 seconds left of the show. Um, we're going to um, keep it going. I think I think what we need to do, Um, because I got about a blue million emails to answer Um, if what we will do is we will finish up next week um, and on the show we'll get to the last ones and then go on with the normal show I thank everybody for joining us Jason I thank you for being there and um, and able to be there and help me go through all these um,
1: and and, um,
0: for helping me with Jim I'm glad we got him on and arranging that I um I hope everybody has a good week. If you have any questions, always feel free to call, email, text me. I do have chat now available live, and I'm on there a lot on the website at binscars.com. Feel free to Twitter me, Facebook me. I would love it. It's how I build my ego. So the more Twitter fans and Facebook friends, um, the better I sleep at night, and it saves a kitten somewhere. That's what I've been told. I cannot prove that. But um, I would love it if you would, if you would do that. Um, Thanks again to Rob Harper for all the cool commercials. I haven't got to play them all, but we will be soon. Um, Y'all have a wonderful evening, and thank you again.
1: Have a good night, guys.
0: Thanks again, Jason, for um, being there. I'm glad we got this, and we'll cover it um, next week. We'll get it done. Um, Hold on just a second for me.
3: Hot Dog Vendor Radio is brought to you by the Mobile Food Vendors Association in Ben'sCarts.com. Also by the letter H and the number 4. Tune in next week for more of the very best vendor information money can buy on HDVR. Hot Dog Vendor Radio.